Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, home of the world's greatest artist, TLC, Gladys Knight, India Ari, Indigo Girls, and Hartsfield Atlanta Jackson Airport, the Falcons, and Clark Atlanta University. This is The Bright Side with Technicia, a daily show with real people with real experiences. And now, here's your host, Technicia. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Today is October 28, 2015, and this month is almost over. We will be heading on into Thanksgiving. Woo, and that's a whole other subject. But I'm so glad you're tuned in today because this is going to be a great show, I believe so. It's about acting for the greater good. You know, we always hear that, which can I do for the greater good? What value can I leave behind when I pass on in another life, what what would I be leaving my legacy? But this might end up helping you. Here with me today is Dane Starlin. has an awesome book out. Their first book is, if I'm saying it correctly, UEs or not UEs? That is the question. And second book is the Earth Citizen's Guide to Co-Creating the Greatest and Highest Good. Those topics are very interesting, and I cannot wait to just get into them and find out what they're all about. Please do call in at 347-426-3751. Sit back. Let's relax while the weather is still good and cool and enjoy. Dwayne, I appreciate you for being on today. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Technicia. I really appreciate the opportunity to help spread the word about uh, our organization and what we're trying to do. Yes. So let's get into it, Dwayne. Let's talk about your a little bit about your background, how you became interested in this particular subject, and what your organization is all about. Sure. Um, well, my background, uh, I'm a Colorado native, a second-generation Colorado native. I grew up in a very small town where we had a real sense of community, and that kind of laid the foundation for what we're trying to do. Uh, when I was young, I would, the only escape I had was books, so I was an avid reader. And uh, once I graduated from high school, I went to uh, university at Colorado State University and got a bachelor's degree in psychology. And then I got a wild hair and need, need, wanted some adventure, so I joined the Peace Corps and spent a couple of years in the Philippines. I taught introductory social sciences at the University of the Philippines. And then when I got back... Uh, I still didn't know what my life's mission was, so I uh, went to graduate school at uh, the Iliff School of Theology in Denver and got a, ba- a master's degree in religious philosophy and metaphysics, and I wrote my uh, master's thesis on the metaphysics of love, which is a pretty broad subject there. But right after I graduated, uh, I was still kind of looking for my life's mission, and I was fortunate enough to attend a speech by the late, great Uh, inventor and futurist and uh, big proponent of earth citizenship, uh, R. Buckminster Fuller. And uh, in that speech, he talked about uh, the future and how we were going to be doing more and more with less and less. And if you look at computers, that's exactly what's happened. They used to fill a big room, and now they fit in the palm of your hand. But he also talked about the human condition and how if people – Uh, If humans didn't change their predominant mindset from one of being competitive to one of being cooperative or collaborative, then the human race was more than likely not going to be around too long. So I thought to myself at the time, how would you even start that process of changing the whole mindset of the whole world? And because there's so many cultures and religions and languages and all of that stuff Uh, How would you even start that process? And this is back about 1980 before the Internet came along and all of that. Wow. Um, So I I pondered that question and tried to come up with solutions and was not very successful. But it it just kept in the back of my mind, how can I do this? And then I saw the, the Internet come along and I saw the prevalence and popularity of social media. And I said, well, social media is great. You know, people love it. They you know, it's a great way to keep in touch with your family and friends and post your achievements and that kind of thing. 
but it really doesn't do a lot to advance the uh, evolution of humankind. And so I thought, well, maybe we can use this powerful tool to to do that. And so I founded the organization called the United Earth Ecclesia. And a lot of people get hung up on the word ecclesia. It's uh, it's from a Greek word, ecclesia, which means uh, an assemb- assembly of citizens, not politicians, not not church people, just regular average citizens. And so United Earth Ecclesia, and we, we've got our website up. And what we're going to be doing on the website uh, is uh, what I call political networking for collective consensus. And I know that's a mouthful. You could maybe summarize it in global democracy. And global democracy without the PACs and without the lobbyists and without the corporate interests buying the politicians, just average everyday people, one person, one vote, and we decide what how we're going to co-create the future. And what we'll do is we'll do polls on the website and decide what the, the big issues are that are concerning most people, and then we'll go through a similar process, uh, polling and surveys, and decide, well, what how can we best address these issues, what action plan can we implement, and then uh, once we've determined that by majority vote, then we will implement those action plans and and try to make those changes that we deem important. And the great thing about it is that, you know, being an Earth citizen is free, so we're we're trying to keep the membership free of the organization. Um, And to do that, we've got some products with our registered collective mark on them, with that you can buy to help support the organization. But uh, the only requirements for membership are there's only two requirements. And uh, the first one of those is that you have to be a Earth citizen, no extraterrestrials allowed. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. So, and then the, and the other one is uh, you have to uh, attest to what we're calling the Earth Citizen Covenant. And uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to read that to you. No, go right ahead. I'm interested in this. Yes. Okay. The United Earth Ecclesia Earth Citizen Covenant reads as follows, and this is what everybody has to attest to to become a member of the United Earth Ecclesia. As active Earth, United Earth citizens, we promise that we will not harm or trespass in any way on the person and property of any other United Earth citizen. That includes a promise to uphold the bonds of trust that connect all United Earth citizens who have sworn to this covenant. As loving United Earth citizens, we promise to love one another and act toward others as we would like them to act toward us. As rational United Earth citizens, we promise to promote world peace and protect every United Earth citizen's right to total individual freedom, as long as that freedom does not harm the person or property of any other United Earth citizen. Finally, As responsible United Earth citizens, we promise to strive to do everything we possibly can to protect and improve the ecology of our communal environment. And that's, you know, there's nothing earth-shaking in there, but uh, if everybody in the world attested to this, we wouldn't have any more wars. We wouldn't have any more terrorism. Everybody would be taken care of. Everybody would have the the, uh, products and, and supplies that they need to just conduct their lives as as they see fit and have the freedom to do so. So is that a pretty good summary, Technicia? It is, and it's not forcing you to do anything, but these are just a few little guidelines that you have to abide by, and who cannot um, simply abide by those? And then it's free, and it seems like a way of freedom just to get you to a a happier place in your life. I think that is a self and I like it. That's self-explanatory. Yes, it is. That was good enough for me. <laughs> well, that's my feeling that, you know, it, it, it's it's just a simple way of living that, that, you know, doesn't impose your will on other people and uh, lets everybody have the freedom to do what they want. Uh, you know, a lot of times Christians ask, what would Jesus do? Well, what we're going to be asking on the website is, uh, what are what would the majority of average, loving, trustworthy, hardworking Earth citizens do? And uh, then once we find that out, then we'll implement those action plans to to help co-create a better world. Um, 
we tr- again we try to keep the membership free because uh, Earth citizenship is free, and uh, we have a registered collective mark, which is kind of like a trademark, but only only Earth citizens, uh, uh, United Earth Ecclesia uh, members can display that mark. It's uh, shaped like a cross on top of, I mean, a, a, a heart on top of a plus sign, and it's Lucky. called an exclamation of love mark. And it's on the cover okay. of my book there. And, yes, I've seen uh, that. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, and we'll have products on the website that you can buy to that have that on it, and and it really serves two purposes. One, if people only only United Earth Ecclesia members can display that by the by the laws of the uh, registered collective mark, and so if somebody sees you wearing a hat or a shirt or a water bottle or a tote bag with uh, that mark on it, and they don't know what that is, they're going to ask about it. What is that? And and that gives you a way to open the conversation to tell about the organization and tell what we're trying to do. And on the other hand, if if you're a United Earth citizen and you see somebody walking down the street and they have a a hat or a shirt or something with that mark on it, you'll know that they're a United Earth citizen. You can think to yourself – Wow, that's just a, another United Earth citizen. That's a friend that I haven't met yet, and so that'll give you a chance to to interact with that person and and okay. maybe do business or or do a uh, a social relationship or even down the road maybe elect that person to office. Uh, like-minded people. That's what we want to do. Like, elect like-minded people to office and and try to get like-minded people to be all on the same page and working towards the same ends and, and common goals. No, I like what you I like what you're doing, Dwayne. I like what it's standing for and I hope that we can one day get this world to that certain point where cuz we really do. We need to be thinking about our children and especially as a mom. Our children are at a big sacrifice right now, and with all the technology, as you said, in the palm of their hands, it's just a matter of time before this world just really um, come to this big catastrophe because it's already coming there. You got bullying through the Internet, as I was speaking on yesterday. Um, Children don't don't have the self-esteem that they want. It's too much stress going on, too much peer pressure, and this is the time now to grab our children and save our youth. These are our babies. We have to protect our babies. That's how yes. I see them. We have to protect our babies. And moms and dads out there know what I mean. We have to. We have to look out for them because what what are we actually leaving them to? We're leaving them to harm now. It's not like it used to be years ago. You can go to someone's house and knock on their door. You go outside, your child might be snatched up or gone. We're living in troubling times. Oh, Lord, how much I'm telling you. This show is it's very wise. I'm so glad to have Dwayne on because he's hitting home. He's yeah, well, exactly his home. I, I, you know, I, I'm not no youngster. I've had six-plus decades of life, and I've met a lot of people in those, those years, and I, I've determined that most people – I'd say 80, at least 80% of the people out there are really good, honest, hardworking, loving people. It's only that 10 to 20% that are the bad people that want to take advantage of the system. They want to harm other people. They want to steal and rob and, and do bad things. So the 80%, we need to, we need to band together, and we have the power of the numbers but we just don't have a platform to get all on the same page. And that's what we're going to be trying to provide with our website. And the website's going to be really member-driven. It's going to be uh, open to suggestions on how we can change it and improve it and make it better and how we can move forward as a group. And I would think this would really be attractive to especially minority-type groups that don't have a, a united voice. And we can all get together. Whether I don't care if you're black, white, red, or green, you know, you can. We can all get together and and work together towards the greatest and highest good, and leave our children a better world than what what it is now. Right. Um, amen to that. I, and I hope that um, 
the World Wide Web can become something better, a, a useful tool instead of using it to hurt or harm someone. And that's not actually what we want to do. We want to share that love. And this is what it's all about, creating the better good for the better man, right? We always say that. So this is the, this is the time. Uh, um, so, Dwayne, I don't know if I probably missed that part. How long have you been working towards this goal? Well, I, I heard that speech uh, about 35 years ago, so <laughs> it's been a wow. long-time project. But I just recently got the, the resources to get the website up. The website is org, and EXLO is short for Exclamation of Love. And so that's our that's our website, org, and people can go there. Uh, they can buy the books. They can... Uh, If they want to have a preview of the books, they can download free excerpts of the books, either in a PDF format or an audio book format. Um, We've also got our our registered collective mark is called the uh, Exclamation of Love mark, but we also have another version that we call the Exclamation exclamation of Love font, and that, that is that actual font that you can download for free and uh, you can use it in your written communications, and in, instead of using an exclamation mark in your in your communications, if you say "I love you," you can put an exclamation of love mark after that. And again, it's just another way to spread more love around the world. And uh, like you said, the the internet is a powerful tool, and it can be used. It's not good or bad in and of itself. It's just how people use it. And so we want to use that most powerful tool to the good, for the good of humanity, and direct the good of humanity, and band together and just do what we can do best to uh, to move forward in a positive way. So there's a community post page on the, on the site where everybody can give their opinion uh, and give their suggestions on how we can improve the site and how we can move forward as as a group in mass to, to make a better world. Right. Yes. I couldn't. I don't think I could agree with you any more on that. And that's amazing how you said it. This was said to you 35 years ago, and it reminds me of affirmations that I get up and listen to every morning. Um, someone had texted me information, and I got on these calls, and it's just so positive. God creates through the use of my imagination, because all it takes is for someone to actually have an idea. That's all it took. George Washington Carver, Bethune-Cookman, all these people had an idea, and it grew. That seed grew. Look, an idea that no one thought about 35 years ago, and that was the creation. Now we're making it come into existence now, and and it's going to be beautiful. Yes, it is. That's why I'm smiling on the inside. It's going to be grand. And so... Yeah, we just need everybody's support to become members and and give us your opinion. So, you know, it's like I said, we're trying to keep the membership free so nobody is 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 uh, kept out of the organization because they can't afford a few bucks. Uh, And we want to hear everybody's opinion and uh, just abide by the Earth Citizen Covenant, and uh, we'll all be in a much better place. Right. We just need to come together. If you could come together for, excuse me, we can come together for garbage. We could definitely come together to get everyone and unite. And this is all about focusing on your children. And it don't even have to be just on children. Focusing on yourself to get ourselves together. So I hope that people who are listening today can take that initiative and step forward. So that's what we need. Dwayne, let's talk a little bit about your book because they seem to be very interesting. And I don't have them in my hand, but I will eventually because I love having all my gift books in my hands. Yeah, we I'll be happy one. to send the, uh, send you the copies. Uh, you know, oh, just you. email me your the address you want me to use. Um, but okay. let's talk about the books a little bit. Uh, the first one is uh, the the initials of the organization, of course, uh, United Earth Ecclesia are UEE. So I kind of played on Shakespeare a little bit. The first book is <laughs> titled UEs or not UEs. That is the question. Yeah, right. And uh, so that one's kind of a hypothetical scenario. Actually, two scenarios uh, are the protagonist in the book is uh, 
is a young lady about 30 years old, 30-something years old. And it has two different scenarios. The first scenario, she goes through a, one day of her life as not a member of the United Earth Ecclesia. And, and it goes through the whole day. And then the second scenario is where she goes through the exact same day, and she is a member of the United Earth Ecclesia, and it shows the differences that being a member of the United Earth Ecclesia made in her one day and how it turned out better and and how she uh, was able to lessen her fears about some things and how she was able to uh, even find a little bit of love in the, in the process. So that one was just kind of a fun book to to introduce people to the concepts and how it could actually work in their lives. The second okay. book... The second book is called The Earth Citizen's Guide to Co-Creating the Greatest and Highest Good. And in that book, I've kind of laid out the tools that we have available to utilize to do the actual work of co-creating the greatest and highest good. And, and that's not just the website. It's it's also the power of prayer and meditation. It's also the the power of, in, in my master's thesis, I postulated the existence of a concept called lenergy which is the energy of love and it's it's kind of like the eastern religion concept of chi or prana but it's a little more focused it's it's actually that that cosmic energy that's focused by a loving individual to produce a positive result and so we can utilize the power of lenergy in our interactions with everybody else uh, to again co-create the greatest and highest good and then there is one whole section on the on the website and how the how right now we're just getting started we've got a lot a long way to go the website is up and available but uh, there's a lot of room for improvement um eventually we'd like to have uh areas of the website uh, like a Craigslist type of area or an Angie's list where where members can interact and do business with each other uh, we will okay. have a, a business members page where right now all all people that join are uh, considered founding members, and they're going to get some extra benefits. And one of those is going to be a free listing of their business in the in the business member page. And so if you're looking for a printer and you can go to the page and say, oh, here's a printer in Atlanta that's a member of the organization. I think I'll do business with him. I mean, if you have the choice of doing business with somebody who had uh, attested to the Earth Citizen Covenant or somebody who had not, who would you choose to do business with? Oh, wow. Uh, you see what I'm saying? I'm a, right. I do. Yes. So that's that's what we want. We want to foster uh, people interacting, whether it be a, a romantic relationship. Would you rather have a romantic relationship with somebody who had attested to the Earth Citizen Covenant or, or somebody that had not? If you believe in that, then you certainly would want somebody else that you're romantically involved with to to be believe in that. Uh, or if you want to elect somebody to a government office, I don't care if it's the mayor or the governor or the president, which person would you rather have in that office? The person that right. has, has uh, attested to the Earth Citizen Covenant or someone who has not? So we just need to push everybody in that direction and get them away from the negative side of things and get them towards the positive side of things. And and the Internet can do that. It has the power it, if we utilize it in the proper manner. Now, you know, I have heard of, like, um, Chai where in terms of chai is that which um, differentiates a corpse from a live human being. Is lineage almost similar to chai? Or yeah, if I'm uh, right, chi, chi. Yeah, it's, it's similar to chi. I mean, chi is the ultimate life force, but lineage is, is basically the life force that is directed by a loving being, whether that be God or a person. I mean, we're made in God's okay. image. And so, you know, if you look at Jesus, I was raised a Methodist, and if you look at at Jesus, you know, how did he do miracles? How did he how did he raise Lazarus from the dead? How did he uh, change water into wine? There had to be an actual physical force that changed that molecular structure of the water to wine, or 
or gave that life force back to Lazarus when it was gone from his body. So it's a directed life force that, that comes from a loving being. It's a, how God created, what God used to create the universe. You know, and I'm, I know some people uh, don't believe in evolution or don't believe in, in that, but um, it's just, it's just all a part of science too. We need to take, we need to take science and religion and merge those a little bit closer, and that's what I've tried to do with the concept of Lenergy. Well, you know what, I, um, but when you look at it with belief or the word belief, I see nothing but L-I-E in that lie because belief is a lie. Belief is different from no, from knowledge, from yes. knowing something, from you knowing that, okay, my children go out in the street, I know they're going to get hit. Then the yeah. difference, okay, they get on the, if they get on the swing, they might fall off, but I'm not certain. Right. That's exactly. Right. Exactly what it is. And people who choose to not believe in the evolution, that's because you don't know about it. And right. we don't want to we don't want to know about it, Dwayne. We don't want to open up the books. We don't want we wanna keep our minds closed. That's why I had to have you on because I like things like this. I wanna know. I'm curious. I need to know what's going on around me. Yes. And it's you know, I learn something every day. I, I work part time at uh, an organiz- a non-profit organization called Learning Ally, formerly Recording for the Blind and Dyslexic, and we record academic textbooks for those people who have print disabilities, and we record every kind of book, that, every kind of textbook there is, and I, I learn something every day there. You know, I've been doing that for 10 years, and I still learn something every day. I just love learning, and, and wow. learning just helps you, makes you a better person, I believe. It does, and when you when you just spoke on evolution, I mean that's one of the best established in science when it comes to evolution. And I I know that some of us probably known that beliefs about evolution are well predicted by all these demographic factors, such as the religious upbringing. You got your political affiliation, but right, you know you have to right, and all that has a lot of effect to do with it. But you have to broaden your education level a little bit and open your mind to it because he's, I mean, it's just so much going on now. Yeah. Well, a big topic. There, there's all of these artificial boundaries that we, that right. people have created, you know, whether that be religion or, or even, uh, racial profiling or, uh, languages or country, uh, loyalty. These are all artificial separations that are that are keeping us apart we need to we need to dissolve those and realize that we're all just the same we're all just uh energy soul energy in a body that's made out of of actually stardust so we're all basically the same and we we all basically have the same that's one thing i learned when i was in the peace corps you know i would see these people in the philippines that were dirt poor and had just a little bit of rice to eat, and had a, lived in a hut that had no indoor plumbing, but and uh, Nipa leaves roof. But they were happy because they they knew that they were all they were all the same, and they all worked together in their little barrios to to help each other. And and that's just we need to extend that concept to the whole world, where we we just realize that we're all just earth citizens on this spaceship earth and we all need to work together to keep it sustainable and and uh, make it better well i was doing a little research myself and reading up on it um about do people really believe in evolution and surprisingly you know students believe in evolution because that's the only view they ever been exposed to but when it comes to adults they believe in it too because they figure science can't be wrong but doing a poll um strategy on which people have to think carefully. The majority always claim belief in some form of creation, not evolution, and it seems that many identify with evolution but don't really believe it. Yeah. Well, you know, science and and religion are not incompatible. I mean, we can Mm -hmm. have creationism and we can have evolution. Uh, You know, maybe the time frames in the Bible are maybe a little bit... uh, 
suspect, but but that doesn't mean that the whole concept should be thrown out. Uh, we can right. have evolution and we can have creationism. It, it, they're, they're not incompatible if you look at them at a, with a rational mind. So we just have right. to keep an open mind, like you say. We we do, because, you know, some probably question I came from a fish and it takes too many years to go to college just to find out that answer. Or you could say you did come fish and you were created by a supernatural creator. So, you know, it, yeah. it, it tickles it does. It tickles me on the inside, but we got to step back and actually take a look at this. But this, this right here, this type of discussion, it really, when you get into it, it opens the door wide open for further discussion. So we would definitely have to come back probably again with Dwayne and talk more about evolution because it's an interesting topic. Um, I would love but to. What we're gonna, <laughs> thank you, Dwayne. What we're going to do, we're going to take a short commercial break, and we're going to come back with Dwayne because we're not done just yet. So hold on to your hats and your shoes or whatever you got in your hands. And don't touch that dial. We'll be right back after this commercial break. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody, squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. All right, we are back on the air, and just listening to that commercial made me think about what happened last night. I'm at work, and the four guys get into a little altercation. I'm like, seriously, are you doing this on the at the hotel at our property? Like, that's not cool. Like, come on, we gotta we gotta be careful when we drink. That's why I always be careful because it falls yep. back on you. If anyone who works in the food industry or alcohol beverage industry, it falls back on you. You have to be careful what you serve, the alcohol content. Once you start getting loud, Dwayne, I just automatically I'd be like, mm-hmm. water time. I had one lady, she wanted to speak with me. She was like, but I'm okay. I'm feeling good. I was like, no, you're not. And one thing about me, I'm not losing my liquor license for you, and I'm not losing my job. So, no, you're going to get this water because you're going to thank me in the morning. That's why I told you, you're going to thank me that I gave you this water and I saved you because we did have one lady that um, she went upstairs and she passed away. And it's so so easy and for them to get intoxicated, but oh, I'm just glad that it um it died down. No one was harmed in any um shape or form. But Dwayne, let's talk about your the second book because now we talked about. I just love I love the first topic. UE or not UE? That is a question. But let's um discuss about the Earth Citizens Guide to Crow Creating the Greatest and Highest Good. What sure. process went into this book? Say that again, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I don't mind. What thought process went into writing this book? Well, I I looked at how I would want the world to be. And so how do we get there from where we're at now? And and so I looked at all the different tools that we have available. Uh, The concept of uh, lenergy, again, that was from my master's thesis. It was an interesting uh, when I did my master's thesis, it was kind of an unprecedented concept. And when I told my, my advisor about what I wanted to do, he kind of had some hesitations. And then I went and did the thesis, and then we had the big oral review, and I was very nervous about it. And um, I thought, well, they'd shoot, they'd shoot it down or they would say it was a bunch of garbage or whatever. But I go into there with two of my most respected professors and they only asked me one question they asked me how do you intend to use this 
And I said, well, I'm going to use it as an educational tool to help us get on the same page and realize that we're all just the same. And we we just need to utilize that knowledge to work together to make a better world. And that was the end of the whole oral uh, defense of my thesis. It kind of blew me away. <laughs> right. But uh, but I, I outline, you know, it, it if you look at the concept of a, 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 a say a car, you know, not one person can build a car. It takes a society to build a car. It takes everybody what? from the people mining the metal to smelting the metal what? to the engineers to the the construction worker, the the right. auto people constructing the car. And it takes a whole society to build a car. And that's it, it the same sure concept that we need to use to build our society and to build our future. It, it takes everybody. It sure does. And I, I can witness that because I watched a show on them making a Corvette. And yeah. it took 18 hours just for them to make one car. Not five or six, but one car took them when it gets to the final stage if it has any leak in it it fails and that car has to be thrown out 18 hours can you imagine that and i actually said back it's awesome it makes you really appreciate the value of a car and that's the same way that we need to be in our society we need to come together to appreciate it it takes a whole village to raise a child but i think we all lost that fact now yeah i, I agree not here i right i sure not here running the mugs no one cares not mine because I'm going to stay on mine to win. I'm going to stay on them like gravy on rice. They might can't stand it. They, they, uh-uh, honey, they got mad yesterday with um, my husband because we, we do. We stay on them, and I always tell them, you got time to play, you got time to get them grades up because they grades improved a little, but we need to pull them seeds up now. And I tell them, if you stop playing, you can do it. So she wrote a little note. I don't want you coming into my room. And I said, no, we're not going to do that in here. <laughs> That's not going to happen because we always go into that room, no matter what the circumstances are, and you don't run nothing in this house. I, I'm I'm just like the, I'm the old school. It's not going to be your way in my house. And that's how the society needs to be. We let these children run them up. They got iPhones, got iPads in their hand. They don't know which way to go. They sing songs that don't have nothing to do with God or anything else. They 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 just not as smart like they should be because our education is yeah. we we really need to upgrade on it, but not to put as much work on these children at nine years old. My my children come home with work like, what are you doing? Are you in college yet? Yeah, <laughs> really. <laughs> but I but, think um, it takes it it takes parents like you to help create a better world. That's the problem with a lot of the young people. They don't have the guidance. It's not their fault. It's not their no. fault. It's it's the failing of their parents to give them that guidance. And so I I commend you for for being that way and teaching your kids oh, yes. values and I and do. teaching them that, them that the internet can be used good or bad. It it's how you use it. Right. Uh, Cuz that's all the internet is going to be used in my house for. It's just homework. I'm going to have my children in the stone age. You, they don't have a flat screen. There are no iPads. And I tell people that I don't. And it's not trying to stop them from knowing technology because one thing about technology, you're going to learn it. It's not that hard to learn it. It's, it's so fast and it's easy to do. But the fact of the matter, why does a nine-year-old need a cell phone or you need an iPad in your hand for what? What is your purpose? Unless you're doing homework, I don't see any other usage, but, and that's the only way you get on my computer if you're doing homework and exploring or doing research. And sometimes we'll head to the library because we get so caught up on the technology, we don't even know what the library is anymore. And I made a joke yeah. on one of my previous shows. I made a joke on one of my previous shows, Dwayne. I said, it starts with an L and N with a Y. Because we don't. <laughs> and I, I still I have a paperback dictionary in my room. Every time my children ask me, Mom, what that word means? Dictionary is on my dresser. Because they'll ask me, Mom, I can use your phone. Nope, dictionary. Get the dictionary. Yeah. Now, if you can't, you can't find it, we'll use my phone. But the dictionary, we got to get back to what we are. And as you said, Dwayne, 
technology can be good if we make it good. Yeah, if we use it in the correct the way. Way. Right, if we use it in the correct way. That's for anything. If you yeah, <laughs> like atomic right. energy is good is not good or bad. It can be used to create power. Or it can be used to make a bomb. You know, it's how we use it. And I want the proton. Right, I want positive. I want positive proton. And if you don't have positive, then hey, two negatives, a negative with a negative, that ain't gonna count. No, it won't work. Uh-uh. Nope, yeah. not at all. Not gonna work. Nope. But um. Like you said, we just gotta we gotta get that grasp on it. We gotta stop letting these children run them up. Um, and I mean, it it could be a long topic all day on this show because I see it in yeah. my neighborhood. I I see six year olds. Um, for instance, my neighbor, his her son is about seven years of age. He's outside and it's dark at night. Why is a child outside and it's dark and you don't know the whereabouts? And it's so easy for someone to come up and snatch him up. I'm like, really? He came knocking at my door, and I said, Nicholas, why are you at my door? It's 9 o'clock at night. Well, can't twins come out? No, and you should be at home. Where is your mom? She's on the computer. I focus. See, and see, this right here in our face can be a really big thing right here. That's why when I talk to my children, I try not to be on the phone because you notice that now? We be on our phone so much, we, we look up. Stop doing that. Go back to our phones again. I said, stop that. Be quiet. Back to our phones again. That technology, it, it's good, but it's so crazy. It's, it's destroying us individually, and we don't even – that's why I like having my show, too, Dwayne, because communication is a big factor. Well, the art of conversation is right. being lost because people just focus on right. their phones. Right. I, I ride I ride the commuter train downtown on my we, – I, we, I do a weekend uh, – Moonlighting, I bartend at the Denver Center for the Performing Arts, where the opera and the ballet and the plays are all held. And I, I ride the the commuter train, the light rail back and forth. And I look on the light rail, and everybody is is focused on their phone. Nobody's talking, nobody's doing anything. They're just all focused on their phone. And and again, I see you know young kids, you know ten, twelve years old on there, all by themselves with no. No adult supervision at ten o'clock at night. You know where are these Mm-mm. kids' parents? Mm-mm. Not in my house. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. Well, I you, my, I commend you like, for that. You need, oh, thank you. And I, they can pout. I tell them I don't care about that powder. <laughs> you'll, yeah. thank, you'll thank me. You'll thank me later on. But if you keep powder, now that's gonna be a problem for me because I'm not yeah. gonna have a nine year or whatever age you get. Pounding at yeah. me. We're not gonna do no powder. But I know they're getting a little I know they're getting a little uh fit move. But that's all yeah. right. I'm I'm a, I'm doing my job to help you out because you 'cause you're not gonna stay out all day and night. Cause I got on one day. I said, Obviously you must forgot what time to come home. Okay, yeah. so since you forgot, you just don't go outside altogether. No, yeah. we don't play that. I don't care I don't care about being the weekend. When that's when them push lights hit, you need to be in the house. So, you know, I, I have to and then the fact that they're girls too. Oh, I've watched. I watched them just like a Hulk. Well, you should. I don't know you how. Have to. Right, I, and I don't know how long I can keep watching them because I know they're gonna become older. But as long as I got sure. breath in my body, I'm gonna keep going with that. Um, with the movie Dwayne, Imitation of Life. She kept yeah. searching for her daughter, and she didn't give up. No matter how many times people try to plead her from doing that, give up. She not coming back. She fought and kept going, no matter how many times that child ran from. Her. Yeah. <laughs> so well, people got to—they got to be parents. Not you're not your kid's friend. You're their their parent. And too right. many parents, I think, want to be their kid's friend uh, when they need to be the parent. Well, Dwayne, like I said, these are some awesome books, and I think. This is going to be the beginning of starting something new. This is a, going to be a new evolution that we're going to make a change for. We're just we're just doing a remake, just like a movie. We're, we're doing a little spin, a remake. We want to change your mind, change your attitudes, change your personalities. Because as I said, God creates through the use of my imagination. And if you don't have an imagination, then he can't create nothing. That's why That's things right. are the way they are. They're beautiful because somebody created those. We have a television because somebody created their imagination. And as Dwayne said, this idea was started about 35 years ago, but it was created through the use of someone else's imagination. 
And if people don't know what I'm talking about, please text Mill Mind, that's M I L L Mind, M I N D, to 81010. We go on the calls Monday through Friday at 7 30 a.m. Eastern Time and Saturday and Sunday at 9, um, 9 o'clock a.m. Eastern. And these calls are just the same thing as what he's saying. You have to add value to other people's lives, and it's time to make a change. Change yourself and change your friends, or you're going to stay stuck in that same circle. So that's what we have to do. But, Dwayne, tell us where we can actually find more information out on you and purchase your books. Yeah, you can you can buy the books on Amazon or uh, on Barnes & Noble, or you can get them at a little bit of a discount on our website. Um, again, the website is exlo.org, exlo.org. And there's three three versions. There's the print version. There's the ebook version. There's the audiobook version. So you can get whichever version that you like. Um, and again, to become a member of the United Earth Ecclesia, it doesn't cost anything. It'll cost you a little bit of your time. You, you know, just think how many, how many hours a day are spent on the internet. If we just took a fraction of that amount of hours, billions of hours, and use that time to to work towards building a better society, just think what great things we could accomplish. And so uh, we we need founding members. Founding members uh, get extra benefits for life when they join. And one of those is, again, the business member page where they can connect with other, other people and you can promote your business to other people. Um, you can buy our products, which help support our uh, our our initiative of keeping the membership free and support the website. And eventually, the website actually is going to be uh, turned over to the members, and, and they're going to actually own it and run it. Uh, you know, I'm not going to be around forever, and we're we're really looking at a really long term uh, project here, much longer than my lifespan. So uh, eventually that's what's going to happen is the, the the actual organization is going to be owned by the membership and, and directed by the membership. So uh, we, we need more people. To, if you look at an organization kind like uh, AARP, the Association for Retired Folks, they have a huge number of members. And whenever they get behind an issue and they take that to, say, Congress – Congress listens because they have such a great, um, a big membership. And so we need to grow the membership so we can get those uh, power in numbers. And and we want just the average, you know, loving, trustworthy, hardworking people. We don't we don't want the the Donald Trumps or or the Koch brothers. We want the average person. We want to hear from the average person. What's your ideas on how we can make a better world? There's a a, a community post page on the inside the member area of the website where you can uh, post uh, post your comments and ideas. Uh, there's uh, there's polls you can take the polls the first poll that we're having is uh is what international issue concerns you the most and this is from the world economic forums global risks of 2014 they concern uh, the choices are things like uh fiscal fiscal crises water crises food crises government's failure uh income disparity we want to find out what what issue people think is is the most important one and then once we figure that out with the, a majority vote then we'll work towards finding uh, action plans to to address that issue and then we'll work in in unison to affect that action plan and make those changes so it's, it's exciting you can tell I, I get excited about about it when I talk about it uh, again I've been working on it for a long time and it's finally coming to fruition. You, know, you can go to the website and, and see what we've done. But uh, uh, we want to make it better, and we want it to grow and improve and and make it the best it can be. So I really appreciate you uh, allowing me to to introduce this concept to your listeners, and I hope that they'll be motivated and, and go and become a member and give us their input and their ideas and their their 
opinions on the polls and surveys that we have there. Right, because that's what it's all about. We are healthy, we are wealthy, and we are millionaire-minded, and we can do this. We can take this all the way. And, hey, I'm hoping for the best, even if, even when it's your time to go, Dwayne, that someone carry, still carry on your legacy. And don't let it go, because this is a beautiful thing, baby, that we're starting. I'm smiling because we're getting ready to make a change. Yes, we are. We're making a change for the better. And before I leave off this show, you know i got to give you my last quote from my friend Mary Ellen. The truth of the day is this. The present is a pleasure to live in when you keep your expectations in check. Future thoughts prevent you from enjoying the present moment. Your expectations bring up worries, stripping the joy of now. Your energy is better spent simply deriving as much enjoyment as possible from your life in this present moment. Excitement, suspense, and fears of the future can overstimulate your leaving, um, overstimulate you leaving you unable to focus on what is occurring around you. There is nothing wrong with expecting a situation or others to turn out the way you want. It is only when you get swept away in these expectations that you will find, one, either people do not live up to them so you get depressed, ruin the present moment, or two, you stress yourself out with too many expectations of yourself. Again, you get depressed, ruin the present moment. Today, live in the present moment. Enjoy yeah. the day, everyone. Yeah, Dwayne, Father Ramdas said that really succinctly. Be here now. Right. Don't worry about tomorrow. Be here don't now. Worry about it. We don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. Hey, don't worry about it. Stop stressing. Take a breather. And as I said, as my um, as um, Peggy cell phone said on my show yesterday, make a time. It's okay to stress, but put a time period on. Maybe five to seven in the morning. Think five or five to six. Think about it. And for the rest of the day, don't worry about it. Don't even think about it. Put it to the side because it's not going to do nothing but burn you out, leave your energy. And when you go into that bedroom, you know the two things that all you need to worry about in the bedroom. And I won't <laughs> say those two things. Yeah, Sleep is one, right? Yesterday on the show. But the point that I'm making is don't stress. There's no point to it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to worry you, kill you, break your whole health system down. Let's smile and Worry about what's in front of us right now. And if it's not happening, you better go find it. Because that's what I try to do. Start with technician. I thank you for tuning in. Dwayne, God bless you. And please pick up Dwayne's book, The Earth Citizen's Guide to Co-Creating the Greatest and Highest Good. And the the UEs are not UEs. That is the question from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and a bookseller store that you can go to. But thank you for tuning in. I'll catch you some other time on the Bright Side with Technicia. God bless. Thanks for listening to The Bright Side with Technicia. If you like what you heard, tell your dad, mother, cousin, uncle, whomever. Be sure to check out the archive section at www.brightsidewithtk.com. 